I learned my lesson, guys. I muted all the text messages on the MacBook. No more notifications coming through phone calls. Shut it down. Welcome back to another episode of The Last Dan. I'm your host, Danny Dujemfi. And today we're going to talk about my second favorite artist of all time, Ye. Last week he put out his 11th studio album, Donda 2. I do not have the stem player, but I have the album. Because finessers find a way. But, overall, the album, it is a solid improvement from Donda. It's the most fun I've had listening to a Ye album since graduation. But it's still a far away from the glory days. And the reason why is because Brother Ye is more focused about selling products than selling us music. And that's okay. I mean, you got to hustle. You're working through a divorce right now. A very expensive one, I'm sure. So you got to get your racks up, brother man. And the stem player, it's a cool idea. As a music lover, I do plan on getting one eventually. You can isolate vocals, uh, drums, samples, build your own custom songs. Like That's cool. And hey, he mentioned on Instagram about how artists only get, I believe, 12% of music revenue because streaming services and labels are extorting artists basically by giving them coins for streams and what, 1,200 streams equals one sale or something silly like that. So I like that he's taking ownership in his own hands of his music once again. And he has the line on Selfish where he says, um, I put me first, Lucian. And I believe that's a reference to Lucian Grange, who is the head of Universal Music. And if you recall, when Donda came out, it was released on a Sunday. And Ye, Ye said that the album was put out without his consent. And he was frustrated that the baby's vocals weren't there and then it reappeared and so hey it looks like i decided to take my music in my own hands and i'm gonna put it out in a way where i will be able to be the sole beneficiary which is nice i believe he said he turned down a hundred million dollars from apple hey when you're a billionaire multi-billionaire you can do stuff like that but back to the music the features are XXX Tentacion, which appears twice. Rest in peace. Vori returns from you know his appearances on Donda. So does Baby Keem and Fabio Foreign. Migos show up. They do their thing on We Did It Can't a uh, Kid. Takeoff unfortunately doesn't make it, but it's the best Migos song since Stir Fry. Future serves as executive producer, which could have been a cool thing if, I mean, we're not there to see the studio aspect of how much input Pluto Hendrix really had. But the theme of the album is overcoming breakup heartache. He discusses the divorce, missing his children. He has moments of 
clarity where he really gets deep into his thought process on true love, broken road, uh, sci-fi gives you a glimpse, selfish he does. Flowers is my jam. That's my favorite song probably. Too Easy as well. Those give you... Uh, flowers is like Fade on Steroids. Too Easy is an 808's 2.0 record. Get Lost also gives you 808 vibes and it's hard to listen to because it's a cappella, distorted, auto-tune. But, I mean, if you can hear the lyrics, he does really get deep into, man, I'm really geeked. I really lost the love of my life. What am I doing? Do I cross your mind? If not, never mind. He goes in. Security's threatening to beat up Skeet. Supposedly, I don't want to put allegations on the brother, but it sounds like he's trying to go at Skeet. Pablo... I like the song Future does his thing. Future also does his thing on Happy. He goes off. I wish the song Keep It Burning, which samples uh, Talking Heads, Burning Down the House. Wish that stayed on the album because that sample is crazy. Future kills his verse. I wish Ye utilized melodic future more, R&B future, if you will, Future Hendrix, because we all know the story arc behind Future's iconic run from Monster to DS2 and, you know, breaking up with Sierra, what that did for himself and how he had to navigate himself personally and musically. So I thought maybe Ye would try to tap into that because I believe DS2 is one of the greatest breakup albums ever. 808s is also, a, of course, a masterful album, very influential, that talked about separation, lost, heartache. But on this album, you get glimpses, but it's not fully fleshed out lyrically, which does help some aspects on getting more into the harmony and the production. But if you're into lyrics, this album isn't for you. I'm sorry. If you into harmonies, melodies... Uh, the flows, the production, once again, it's dope because Donda's production, it had some cool moments, but overall it was gothic and dark and dreary. This one is more fun. I mean, I saw yesterday Rolling Loud put out their art, uh, their bill, and Ye is one of the headlines. And I remember telling some of my friends that, yeah, this sounds like a Rolling Loud album, so... It'll be interesting to see him perform it live. And by that time, I believe Rolling Loud is in July, the one that he's going to be headlining, along with Future and uh, Kendrick Lamar. So who knows what version of the album will be available by then. But one thing that I've noticed is that um, since the life of Pablo, the spectacle has been the focus over the music, you know, the Life of Pablo, the listening session, if you will, was at Madison Square Garden. And it was during, I believe, a Yeezy fashion show uh, with the Yay album. Everybody has to go out to Wyoming. Jesus is King, you know, his gospel record. 
we have Donda. He has shows in Atlanta, Chicago. I'm sleeping in the stadium. And now we have Donda too, which, you know, we're at the stadium again in Miami. And, hey, the spectacle is cool. The music has fallen, of course, since his prime of 20... I would say 2004 to 2011 is his prime. College dropout to watch the throne. Once again, I like Yeezus, but the uh, yay we know and love is gone by then. If I had to rank his discography today, it would be yay is 11th, number 10, Jesus is King, number 9, Donda, 8, Donda 2, 7, The Life of Pablo, 6, Yeezus, 5, 808s and Heartbreak, 4, College Dropout, 3, Late Registration, 2, Graduation, 1, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And that's my objective list, not my ranking of my favorite Kanye albums. My favorite Ye album, by the way, is Late Registration. So... The album is solid because I like to judge people off their last work, especially if this is a sequel. You just put out the first Donda last year. This is the sequel. I like it more. Like I said, it doesn't bring you back to the glory days, but it makes you realize that, hey, yay, your future as a producer should be your main focus as a musician. Why don't you make albums like how Quincy Jones used to? Or how, you know, those type of producers just get the artists you like, the producers you like, and try to make a cohesive body of work, a compilation. Maybe you don't need to rap and sing anymore if you don't even have the time to finish lyrics and songs. So that's my two cents on Down to Two. If you're watching the Genius documentary, Check it out if you haven't. It's on Netflix. I watched the first two parts. I'm looking forward to part three, which is out right now. Check it out by the end of the week. And yeah, man. Have a great week. Hopefully Chelsea gets sold to a bum that takes them back to being a trash organization. And Arsenal rises back to the top. (laughs) I'm out. Stay blessed.